Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. You would like to think that as you journey with Jesus, you're always on a mountaintop. Things are always going well. But actually, when you journey with the Lord Jesus, there'll be valleys. Uh, there'll be struggles. There'll be temptations and trials. And that's evident in the very first chapter of the Gospel according to Mark. On the first page, in some of the opening verses, we see Jesus beginning His journey, this earthly ministry that has been given to Him. We read in verse 10 and 11 about God's pleasure as He was baptized and the Father was pleased, and the Holy Spirit came upon Him. It's a beautiful picture of the Trinity, by the way. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And in the midst of that picture of unity and beauty, we read in verse 12, And immediately the Spirit driveth Him into the wilderness. And He was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast, and the angels ministered unto Him. Now those verses almost seem out of place, don't they? I mean, here's come the Lord Jesus from Nazareth. He's been baptized. The heavens have opened. The Spirit has descended upon Him. The Father has said, Thou art my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And what on earth is this wilderness? Can I tell you that when you journey with Jesus, there will be wilderness times. Have you ever lived through one of those? Maybe you're living in through, through one of those wilderness times right now in your life and you're wondering, where is God? Well, I want to remind you that God is God in the wilderness just like God was God back by the Jordan River. That God is at work in your life in the desert experiences. I wish you'd study through Scripture all the great people of the Bible who met God in the desert, who were, who were sent into the wilderness to be prepared for what God had for them. Remember, Moses was sent to the backside of the desert, not for 40 days, but for 40 years. Uh, the Lord Jesus is sent into the wilderness for 40 days. Uh, Paul is sent into the desert of Arabia before he begins his ministry. There's something here about going through the desert, about going through the wilderness. Uh, the children of Israel had to march to the wilderness and learn to believe and obey God there before they could enter into the land of Canaan and experience real, real victory and all the blessing that God had reserved for them. Now, could it be today that your wilderness is actually just the bridge to the land of promise God has for you, to all that God wants to do in your life. You'd think with such a, a beautiful, auspicious beginning like the heavens opening up and the Spirit descending in a dove and God speaking from heaven, uh, that it would say, and immediately He began to do miracles. And immediately the multitudes came and He began to teach them. Instead it says, and immediately the Spirit driveth Him into the wilderness. Those are strong words. The Holy Spirit leads. Yes, He does lead us. Sometimes He drives us. He, he pushes us into circumstances that we would not choose for ourselves. Uh, we, we say, Lord, I don't want to go that route. And yet the Spirit compels us. The Holy Spirit may be prodding you today in a certain direction. Could I challenge you to continue to obey God? The Lord Jesus obeyed the Father in baptism. Now He must obey the Father's plan into the wilderness. 
We must obey Him at every step along this journey. And immediately the Spirit driveth Him into the wilderness. Now watch this. The same Holy Spirit that came and descended on Him in the form of a dove is now driving Him into the wilderness. The same Holy Spirit uh, that is pictured by this beautiful bird of peace and of purity is now taking Him into a place surrounded by sand and, and loneliness and temptations. Now remember, God is not the one tempting His Son, but the Holy Spirit is leading Him through these places where He's going to face temptations. This is God's way. Don't think that just because you're following the Lord or that you're in the will of God that you're not going to have your difficulty. Everybody has their wilderness. And the Bible says in verse 13, He was there in the wilderness 40 days. You know, that doesn't sound like a long time, but when you're living in the wilderness by yourself, that's a long time. Could I remind you, though, that there is a time, there's a beginning to it and there's an end to it, and you're not going to stay in the wilderness forever? No, my friend. The Lord is going to lead you in it, the Lord's going to lead you through it, and the Lord is going to bring you out of it. He was there in the wilderness 40 days, and the Bible says he was tempted of Satan. Now, you can read in the other gospel records more about that temptation. There were three distinct temptations brought against him, each one beginning with Satan's famous word, uh, if, 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 casting doubt on the goodness of God and the Word of God and, and the person of Christ. Isn't that the devil's way? Always to bring question marks. Our God is not a God of question marks. He's a God of periods and exclamation points. And Jesus answered every one of the temptations with these words, it is written, it is written, it is written. Can I tell you, in your wilderness, the Word of God is going to be a deep well for you. The Word of God is going to be a sharp weapon for you to use. The Word of God is going to give you strength to sustain you in the wilderness times of your life. It's funny, but when we get in the wilderness, we often neglect the Scriptures. My friend, that's when you ought to be running into the Word of God. The Lord Jesus used the Word in the wilderness. You use the Word in the wilderness. Then the Bible says He was tempted of Satan and was with the wild beast. Imagine what he's surrounded by night and day out in this wilderness. Uh, my friend, Satan will use every wild beast and get his hand on. And uh, you may not even recognize that it's the devil, but he'll use many things to attack or to try to bring fear. But you remember this, whatever Satan is using, God is greater still. Because the end of the verse uh, doesn't end with Satan and it doesn't end with the wild beast. It says, and the angels ministered unto him. You see, he really wasn't alone out in that wilderness. No, the Father was with him. He never left him alone. Uh, the Spirit was with him. He drove him into the wilderness. And now even the Lord's ministering angels are there to minister to him and sustain him and strengthen him. Friend, I just want to tell you that even in your wilderness, when you're alone, you're not alone. And when you're at the end of your resources, you're never at the end of God's resources. As a matter of fact, when you come to the end of yourself, you've come to the beginning of God. He is the infinite, inexhaustible God, and He's going to minister to you spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, financially. Whatever your need is, the Lord has His eye on you, and He has in His hand everything that you need. You're going to come out of that wilderness. Remember, this is not the end of the story of the Lord Jesus. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of His ministry. Very shortly, He's going to come out of that wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit. One of the other gospel writers refers to Him coming out in power. 
You know, so many people have gone into the wilderness in power and come out in weakness because in that wilderness they failed to trust God. I'll tell you, the same Holy Spirit that rested upon him in the Jordan and the same Holy Spirit that drove him into the wilderness was the same Holy Spirit that was going to empower him to minister when he came out of that wilderness. In fact, when you come out of your wilderness, you're going to come out with more of the power of God upon you, with more of the Lord's glory and grace upon you. And you're going to be able to minister to others with the same comfort and the same help that was ministered to you in the midst of your wilderness experience. So on your journey today, if you find yourself in the wilderness, if you find yourself tempted of Satan, if you find yourself with the wild beast, just remember this, the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit of peace is with you. He's leading you. He's keeping you. He's going to bring you along to the next step on your journey with Jesus. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.